0: Men of Harlech in the hollow, do you hear like rushing below? Surge on surge, that answering, follow battle's distant sound. My name is Sonia Brock and I'm podcasting from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And my podcasts together are called A Storied Life. This is a slightly different topic from my usual run of things. Where I used to work at a place that shall remain nameless, there was an interesting, well, significant case of sexual harassment. One of our departments employed a fellow from another country, slightly different standards there. But aside and apart from that, he had... Psychological problems, paranoia combined with delusions of importance and what have you. And he was under the impression that women were interested in him who were not in the least bit interested in him, but he couldn't believe that they weren't, you know, completely taken in by his charms. He was a tall fellow and had a fair bit of weight on him, but he was not unfit. He he played racquetball and what have you and could bounce around with a fair degree of agility, so he was a bit of a threat, and he would wait for, particularly, the student interns, the training staff, the people that would come in on, on contract as part of a student thing, a work experience thing, And often they would work later because there were special tasks that they were doing or whatever. And he would wait until just about everyone had left. And then he would visit these girls and hang about. And he was a large man. it It was threatening. And the girls complained to management. But management, ever in the style of management everywhere thought the way you solved the problem was to sweep it under the carpet. They didn't move this guy to another anything. He just sort of hung about and the girls had no defense. But fortunately, very fortunately, he became entrenched with a girl who worked down near the executive director's office and she was in there working one time. This was during regular hours and the executive director's secretary was in the office nearby. He came in there, and apparently she had accused him of harassing her, and he was going to give her a piece of his mind, and he leant over her desk, and he, as they say, he's a big guy, and he frightened her a lot, and she screamed. Well, that was the scream that sort of ended it all not in terms of legal stuff and so forth, but in terms of his being on the ground there, being able to get away with this because this was just one step too far. And he came back into the office once after he was booted out and moved all around the office and and harangued people and, and made a general fuss and threat of himself, and I was concerned about Anna Lee, who worked in his department because he had it in for her, and she was an older lady. Now I was younger then, and pretty feisty, and because I'd sensed the trouble that was going on, I had brought into the office, concealed, a set of suitably modified plastic nunchaku or nunchuks, which are a martial arts weapon. And uh, I was going after him uh, when he invaded the office uh, for his last shout. And one of the officers in my section was running interference on me. He should have been a football player. He was good at it. And he kept going from one side of the aisle to the other as I was trying to march towards the source of the trouble, saying, I wouldn't do that if I were you, Sonia. (laughs) Uh, Management, in the style of management everywhere... Overreacted after the fact, and posted security guards at the door and and wouldn't let him in anymore, and this and that, and the other thing well the problem is they they hadn't given him fair trial as it were, and he brought a case with the union and this and that and the other thing, and it dragged on for years. And he accused any and everybody of being against them and tried to pull them all into this case because he was so important. And he was right and he knew it and he was just totally justified and they were all prejudiced against him. And it just, it went on unbelievably for years before it was finally settled in whatever the highest court of appeal there was that he had no case whatsoever however they had been wrong to terminate his services and he was put in with a group in the organization that was I don't know engineers or something but they were all guys even the secretary although gay was a guy and uh, I, I guess they figured that would pretty well stem the tide right there And as far as I know, he's still working for the department in his masculine enclave there. And um, some things confound the mind. I I don't know why this thing got so out of hand. Part of it was his his own delusions of grandeur and persecution and, and of his attractiveness to the female sex and what have you. But the rest of it was management just ignoring just ignoring until it was too late and then overreacting well if this has ever happened to you uh, i'd like to hear about it because i've got a feeling that this is not a solo case that this sort of thing happens everywhere this is sonia brock podcasting from toronto ontario canada I can be reached on the web at soniabrock.com, S-O-N-I-A-B-R-O-C-K dot com.